Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hi everyone, welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. I am Reese Waters and with me is Jesse Harley who is being forcefully educated in the world of Canadian politics. But I, I don't know much about myself, <laughs> I am learning through teaching you. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I've been learning a lot about the weird side of Canadian politics, which is, it's been entertaining, I gotta say. And I genuinely, genuinely don't give a shit about politics, especially Canadian politics. So the fact that you've been able to have me pique my interest at least has been nothing short of a miracle so uh what's on the plate for today reese yeah <laughs> i'm the jesus of canadian politics that's that's what, is that what's written on my business card so. oh my god please make that a thing <laughs> we're gonna have so much weird shit on our merchandise that our fans if they buy them will make no sense to anyone else like if if you're a fan from the beginning and you bought a t-shirt from us that says unsuccessful merchant well only you would know what that means <laughs> nobody else would really get that joke and uh and and if we started making business cards that people could buy that said the jesus of canadian politics well i think that would sell very very well anyway sorry continue please let's <laughs> stop selling t-shirts let's learn 
Are you ready to learn? No, I wanted some t-shirts that say unsuccessful merchant. <laughs> There's also bumper stickers and mugs as well. <laughs> anyway, this episode is all about the independent republic of Manitoba. The what? The independent republic of Manitoba. <laughs> Don't they so, think they're special? <laughs> so Manitoba obviously is a is a Canadian province, I think. Yes. I'm still getting it. Oh, is, yeah. it's, yeah. it's only 10 things to memorize. And yeah, <laughs> it is one of those 10. So yes. the Federal Dominion of Canada was founded on the 1st of July, 1867. But present day Manitoba was not part of the original Canada when it was founded. Just um, just a big gap in them. Yeah, the yeah, there was just there was a, and if you look at the map, um, I haven't sent it to you, but there is just a square, a perfectly square piece of land that just says Manitoba. It it was a hundred miles north of the present North Dakota border with the U.S. and it fell outside of all recognized jurisdictions, so it was completely lawless, unclaimed land. Um, but there was a settlement there called Portage La Prairie. Is okay. That, is that still a place? Have I pronounced that? I'm not. I'm French pronunciation. I have no idea if that's. Portage I'm gonna, La Prairie. I'm look it up. Portage. What is it? La, La, Portage yeah, La Prairie. There it is, right there. there Portage La Prairie. Okay. So there was a there was a guy called Thomas Spence who was a Scottish-born settler, and uh, he he lived there. And because there was no government or laws or taxation at the time, it was just wild wild west. I guess would be the the phrase you would use. Um, lawless the, Manitoba lawless Manitoba so he wrote to Queen Victoria asking for recognition for it to be a political entity for them basically to be able to form their own country hold uh, on a second so, oh, oh, oh I thought you meant to be part of Canada no, 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 they wanted to be their own thing. Like Quebec, okay <clears throat> like Quebec, yeah, right. so so they, 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 didn't, they didn't really care about the Canadian project that was going on next door, they they just they wrote to Queen Victoria saying, "Hey, can we can we have a country?" So they wrote her a nice letter, sent it off, and there was no reply. Huh. So they carried on anyway, because um, you know she didn't say no. So, <laughs> which is good enough for a lot of people. Let's exactly. let's be honest. Let's <laughs> um, and kind of like a beg forgiveness instead of ask for permission sort of thing they did ask for permission i'll give them that they asked for permission she didn't reply so, so they just like, go, oh, we it, thought we're you doing it yes. anyway let's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the letter must have been lost in the mail so should have should have paid the extra for it to be recorded it's not my fault she was um, so excited with her idea of manitoba being its own country that she forgot to write back yeah, so yeah. She clearly shouted, that she screamed so loudly that she, she assumed they heard so <laughs> <laughs> the independent republic of new caledonia was born the what uh, which the independent republic of new caledonia was born independent republic of new caledonia 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 is like an area of scotland i believe um and um it was renamed almost instantly rebranded to the independent republic of manitoba so the focus groups didn't like their original name, so they 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 hired a top PR firm to come in and rebrand for them, I guess. So they they decided they were a country, and so it was a new country with no real borders. And <sighs> oh, sorry, you were talking. Please continue this. <laughs> and a and a population of four hundred people. Okay. So now that they were, so the guy Tom Tom Spence, 
he said, well, I'll just be a country then. So they were a country because they decided they were. And he then decided he was the president. So um, huh. he started trying to extort tax off people. How'd that added go? tariffs to things. Yeah, pretty pretty well, I think. <laughs> but um, they basically spent most of it on booze. So they were just taxing people and drinking. What? What are you talking about? So it was just a rabble of people decided they were in charge and they, he was the president and they demanded taxes off people and they were just using it to fund uh, binge drinking. Is that just true? Bend, just, yeah. What? So the president would tax people and then use that money to get just shit faced plastered. Apparently him and his cabinet. That was the only reason. Was they, he they, related in any way to John A. McDonald? It sounds no. like there's a repeating pattern of, of... They were both from Scotland. They both... And did you say he, he made himself a president of the I country? Think, I think he was elected by a small number of people, and he was the president of the country. Not the prime decided. minister, the president. Okay. The president, fine. yeah. yeah. So, well, the queen didn't reply back, right. so they didn't, so they didn't need a head of state. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I think they were modeling it more on the US yeah. than Canada. A, a shoemaker called Angus McPherson. Everyone seemed to be Scottish in right? Canada at this point. Yeah. There's no Welsh people. I'm the only, I think I'm the only Welsh You're person the in Canada. You're the only one. Yeah, we let you in <laughs> just by the skin of your teeth, too. Just, You're lucky. That's tokenism. Um, so I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, And I'm this, friends this, with him. The only Welsh man in Canada. I know him. Yeah, it gets me a lot of street cred. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. I'm friends with the only Welshman in Canada. <laughs> We're going to make so much money off of our T-shirts and then use that money to buy booze. That's, yeah. <clears throat> yep. So. Well, that's the T-shirt tax that we've just introduced this morning. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, the T-shirt tariff. If you want to listen to this podcast, you have to buy a new T-shirt every episode. <laughs> yeah. Or a mug. Exactly. We're not picky. So um, this guy, Angus McPherson, uh, who was a shoemaker, basically stood up and started telling everyone just to stop paying money because they're just spending it all on booze. And I'm um, picturing this like a puppet show. Like Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and he 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 said he said what they needed was a full audit to work out where every kind of bit of money had been spent. Okay. Um, and so what happened was the the self-declared government and president uh, arrested him. Okay. Uh, for treason. So <laughs> of course they did. Yeah. No, why wouldn't they? It's like yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, we, I think we That's, need to, an audit to see where this money is. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. She didn't, she didn't get the first letter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do they put him in prison? Like what? So I think, I think they start from what I could find out. And there's a few different stories. It looks yeah. like they put him on, they put him on trial. I think he was quite noisy and quite good at defending himself. And he managed to sway the, the 400 people that made up this, this, this new country they had all 400 uh, people there in the courthouse with them um, that's amazing I mean, I, i'm I, well i think i think people probably some people were there and then they told other people and they told other people word probably got around i think gossip was the the main form of broadcasting at that point and i think the public <laughs> the, the vast public of the independent <laughs> republic of manitoba started to support the shoemaker um so everything was starting to fall apart uh, right for the ill boost fund was in in boost <laughs> fund exactly was in trouble yeah <clears throat> you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection 
Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And bear in mind, this all happened in like less than a year, from what I can tell. Oh, wow. So... This country started, and the uh, in the spring of 1968. So this is like less than a year after they formed this new country. The colonial office in London sent them a letter, politely informing them that their country did not exist. Yeah. Who, who sent this? Was it the colonial office in London? Which okay, obviously, right. They finally so got the country, back to them a year later. Was it a year later? Well, I mean, you know, that's probably pretty fast for those days. I yeah, I um, guess. Yeah, they, they say basically saying your country doesn't exist and you don't have the power to raise taxes or arrest people. Um, and Except we in, do, and we have. So the, <laughs> <laughs> but with with the shoemaker and his noisy audit, uh, the Republic of Manitoba collapsed in 1868. And that was it. Well, that obviously wasn't it. Manitoba has... No, I know. There's some stuff happened after between since then. <laughs> so but. actually, you know what? I'm okay. So you may or may not know this, the answer to this, but I'm you've piqued my curiosity. Where did the name if if Manitoba? Where did the name Manitoba come from? Because originally, by this independent state of 400 people, it was originally called the Independent Republic of New Caledonia, whatever that was. And then it was subsequently changed. So that wasn't named from London. So someone else named that. And then when they told them, hey, look, you're not a country, we're going to integrate you into Canada and we're going to keep the name that you made up. That's, is that, am yeah, I? So, so the last in thing is that the, you know, that name was then used for the province. I think it was named after a lake. <laughs> Country was named after a lake. Um, as far as, as, I can tell. as you did back then. That's, as you did back then. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then, and then it stuck. You picked the closest became... body of water. Exactly. You ask a nearby resident, what's that thing called? <laughs> And then you name your entire country after that. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I realize how much I need to educate myself on the geography of Canada. I, I kind of keep forgetting that there's a bunch of provinces in the middle. Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> I've actually been to Yukon, which is weird. That is weird. Not many Canadians have been to the Yukon and Alaska, which is not many Americans have been to Alaska. And there's like damn good reason why, man. It's <laughs> it's cold, bleak, and barren. It's not. It's wonderful. It's great. There's no people. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I imagine the politics are a lot like the politics of the independent Republic of Manitoba. Once you get up there, it's all about the booze. With 400, yeah. <laughs> 400 people taxing them for booze. So. Wow. Okay. Have you ever have you ever been to Manitoba? No, I've flown over it. Would you Would you like to go Would you like to go to Manitoba? 
if they invited me, uh, well, so if and, the province of Manitoba just sent you a letter, they actually arrived saying, uh, would you like to come and visit Manitoba as, as an official guest of the province? Then you would go. Well, again, as I said, with the Diefenbaker bunker from the previous episode, uh, if the province of Manitoba were to pay for my plane ticket, plane ticket and like fly me up and then put me in a swanky Manitoban hotel, Manitoban, Manitobian. Uh, yeah, I'd go. Fuck it. What else do I got going on? This Manitoba night. That's it. I like, I like Manitoba night. <laughs> Manitoba night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds biblical. <laughs> and I should know I'm the Jesus of Canadian politics. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was just going to say, yeah, come on. Yeah. And then on the third day, he rose in the middle of Manitoba amongst the Manitoba nights. <laughs> Who had turned to salt by God's eyes. Right. And then so, they use that salt to garnish their lake. Their t- <laughs> so so did you enjoy the story of the independent Republic of Manitoba that existed for less than a year and uh, sent a letter asking to exist and then received a letter saying they didn't exist? Um, yes, Just but only <laughs> if that whole thing is the official title. <laughs> the whole thing. I don't think I don't think Apple Podcasts will let us have such a long title. Probably not. No, <laughs> I, I delete all of the episode and just put that in. That's and perfect. Go, yeah, that's and then great. Just record you going okay. So, <laughs> so ten seconds episode. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was okay. It was you know it was I I think uh, it was interesting. You know I I, I wouldn't call it a, a party something I'd pull out at a party. And talk, you know what I probably will actually. You would if in a party in Manitoba. Right. Yes. Because those are the only people who care. And me. I care. Are Manitoba Knights. Manitoba Knights. Manitoba. What year sounds, did this happen again? Like, oh, that's a great cop drama set in that province, <laughs> Manitoba Knights. Oh. One of them wears a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, <laughs> they drive a Trans Am. Um, <laughs> They don't. They have guns, but they don't store them responsibly on their person. They just shove them down the back of their jeans. Or they, they basically just chase down drug dealers in Manitoba and, and solve mysteries. So yeah, I'd Manitoba watch it. mysteries. I'd watch it. Yeah, I, Man, I no, mean Manitoba Nights. I would watch Manitoba Nights mainly because there's nothing else on Netflix, and uh, I'm running out of shows to watch. <laughs> we should. Pitch, I'm going to pitch this to CBC. Please you, do. Can I attach you as a, as a co-writer? Of course. Great. Yep. <laughs> I'll get right on episode one. The shoemaker and the drunk. The shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, it's where the, fir- the two main characters meet for the first time and they hate each other at the beginning of the episode. But by the end, there's a begrudging respect that makes the viewer want to watch the next episode to see where it goes. So, I, it, it's as if you've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself. <laughs> There's no formulas. You can't find a formula to write this kind of stuff. No, this is, this is gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Good shit. Okay, well, um, um, I, I'm going to go and write Manitoba Nights. Okay. Uh, and design a t-shirt of our two main characters stood in front of a car solving crimes <laughs> in Manitoba. In the style of Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you and I were going to be in the show. That's awesome. Let's. <laughs> well, now I'm totally going to watch it. I... <laughs> if we just anyway. sell one T-shirt of each of these ridiculous designs, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll buy them. I'll be that one person. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for taking part in this uh, social experiment. Yeah, you're welcome. I guess. 
God, I can't stop thinking about Manitoba nights now. (laughs) I'm already on to episode three in my mind. (laughs) I mean, this could be another podcast we make. I think by the time I get to, by the time I'm showering tomorrow morning, I'll have the the the, the cliffhanger for the end last episode of season one in my head. I'll make this with you, man. I'll do it. Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> Stay tuned for another episode of Canadian Politics is Boring, and for the very first episode of Manitoba, Manitoba Nights, starring Jesse Harley and Reese Waters, the washed-up cops who are sick of their jobs and even more sick of the crime and they live in winnipeg and they live in winnipeg (laughs) cool okay well uh, i think i think we've this episode has reached its natural conclusion (laughs) thanks for uh thanks for sticking around and uh putting us in your ear holes appreciate it i've enjoyed being in them so (laughs) great bye bye I uh, always tell my kids to to share their toys, which is, a, is an unusual life lesson because if somebody asked if they could borrow my car and I didn't know them, uh, I, I wouldn't share my car with them. Whereas if my children come across a child in a playground and they want to share with their toys with them, we actively encourage them. <laughs> right. And I find that confusing. <laughs> so one thing you can share is this podcast with right? people who you think might might like it. Are you starting to roll your eyes already? I bet you are. Uh, but no, Reese puts a lot of work in to try to educate me. Uh, <laughs> and if you enjoyed this and you like, oh, how can I possibly give back to them? One way is to literally take five seconds and hit that share button. We're grateful that you've listened. Very uh, grateful. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and teach your kids to share. For that's the reason. next thing. If you're wondering, like, what am I going to do after this podcast? That's what you're going to do. Okay. Share, don't share this podcast with your kids. No, God, no. <laughs> Please share it with family, friends, loved ones, and enemies who you're keeping close just to watch, just to watch them and see what they're up to. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 